This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Two balls, two strikes. Spores, kicks, and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. And I've already ordered my tops now. Texas Rangers World Champion team sets. What? You're interested. They're not cheap, but you should go check it out. KNC Masterpiece on your home of the world champion, Texas Rangers. Gentlemen, I know we were just on air about eight hours ago. Hopefully, you know what? Do me a favor. Hit us up on YouTube, in the Twitch, or text in. Yeah. Did you listen to some, maybe all, of the overnight coverage from the fan celebrating the World Series? Because, Mike, I know you were jazzed. Corey, I know you were stoked, and I thought it was fantastic. It was, man. What, what do you think, Corey? <laughs> Are you out of gas? No, not okay. at all. Okay. What do you think I am? Like John Smoltz on Nate Navaldi? Or Nathan. Did you call him Nathan? Yeah, I did. Took right. out the H because he wouldn't give up a hit with guys on base. Oh. The 15 card team set? Is that yes. the one I want? Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Did you just pull a mic and you yes. dipped out of the show to Corey. buy some cards? Dude, I didn't know about this. I didn't know this was a thing. This is exciting. Hey, how, I, I just thought about this. Alex, we don't know now. how to, we don't know how Medford, to do a parade. Be ready. We, All right. I know you not. host the weekend show, so be ready to jump in on we this. We do not know how to do a parade. We're going to do that tomorrow. We're going to be there doing a parade yep. tomorrow, Kevin. And we've yep. never done this before. Everything that we've done since the end of last night's game has been on the fly because we've never experienced this before. How was I to know that there was a Tops Now set of 15 cards to commemorate my favorite baseball players from this year and the championship team of the World Series in 2023 right here in DFW and on the home of the Rangers, the home of the World Series champions, 105.3 The Fan. I wouldn't have known that unless you told me, and now i got to get mine. I don't dispute any of that, but we already have a mic, all right? <laughs> So wait till the break to shop. I can't. Oh, my God. I have to do it. How do I do this? All right. And for people that are asking, we will be at the parade tomorrow. Oh, my god. We're still finalizing some details and everything like that, but we will be at the parade. I know we talked a lot about how we were going to be at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Arlington off of Collins. I have no doubt that place will still be insane tomorrow, but we are going to shift it on down the road just a little bit so we can be part of the parade. And then from the 214, they just texted this in, and you just said the same thing. Arlington ISD has canceled school tomorrow for the parade. Now, that could be for a variety of reasons, largely celebratory. Also, Mike, you brought up, I can see how security concerns are like, hey, we there's going to be a ton of people here. Yeah. Let's get all the security folks we have and take them to the parade. And I'm just wondering this, as we are the champions of the world, I can remember being at the Dallas Mavericks parade in 2011. It was like 140 degrees outside, but it was 70 degrees inside at the AAC. It's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow here in our Metroplex. Are you taking off work? Like, how are you celebrating tomorrow if you can't take off work? I'll be at the parade. I know we will. 
But the 350 people right now on Twitch that I'm looking at and the thousands upon thousands on YouTube right now, I'm just wondering if you're going to be able to take off work tomorrow and be able to celebrate the first ever baseball championship in our Metroplex. That that is a great question. I'm actually really fascinated to see what kind of responses we get from the 817. I freaking love you guys. It's an honor to feel like I got to share it with y'all. I listened until 2 a.m. from the 469. I have been listening since 11 p.m. Love you guys. That's Richie from Ennis. Rampage says, I finally went to bed at 4 in the morning from another 817. I heard Rampage call in last night. That was a quality call, sir. I appreciate that one. Uh, I was up until 4 o'clock listening from the another 817. I listened all night from 469. I listened until 2 a.m., came to work at 6 a.m. For another 469, I was up till 2 a.m. I want to thank you guys because Corey, Mike, obviously Reggie was taking part of it with us as well, is it felt like you would think after you won a championship. Yeah. Like, there was a structure that we had to hit breaks and stuff. But other than that, it's kind of like the show today. Oh. It was just a big old party. I think I had almost the perfect night last night in this. Yes, the Rangers won the championship. And I love working for Bally's, but I'm so happy I got to be there with my two boys when the final out was made, when the 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 Rangers win the championship. I'll always remember that moment with them and – I'm also really happy that I got to celebrate with you guys last night, too. So that was that really cool. I would have loved to have seen my dad last night. Uh, he lives in Arlington. But it was really cool to celebrate with the kids. And then, obviously, there was a good hour until we came on the yeah. air uh, after the game was over. And then to come up here for two and a half hours and to celebrate with you guys and Reggie and everybody else who came up here, we got to see Eric and Zach as they took over yeah, at 2 a.m. Cool. Uh, we'll obviously get to see Dawson and Broadus who came up here later, uh, I guess I'll say in the morning at that point. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see them here in a little bit. But I just think it's really cool that we got to celebrate it together last night and that this station, who has really been with the Rangers, obviously we're the flagship station of them, but we've watched the crap. And I, I hate saying that, but I mean, I I was part of the Bally's road broadcast. Think about they went eleven and zero on the road. I did all the road broadcasts except for one in the 2020 COVID year. They went five and twenty four. They oh. actually went six and twenty four on the road in the COVID year. So they only won six out of their thirty road games in the COVID year, and that I didn't do one of those games because of COVID. Um, so I just look at it and go, they just went eleven and zero, and we. We fought through all of it with them. Not that we knew that this was going to be a championship year. None of us predicted they were going to win a championship, which I'm going to stop talking now, Corey. Does it feel even better that they won the championship? I don't know if it does or doesn't. That you had no expectation of them winning the championship this year? Um, I I don't know the answer to that question because... Because we don't really win in I think, Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah, much. no, no, no. I mean, you're right, dude. The the again, we don't know how to parade. We don't. We're this is sure. going to be new. Sure. Uh, the 2011 parade was the last one we had, and like we did, like I was there for it. It was fun to watch. But even then, I think we were kind of flying by the seat of their pants to to make that happen uh, that day. But this is, I think, the the sweetness of it all is just the the relief that comes along with saying. Uh, they finally did it. 
and that there's there no that nobody will ever be able to say well the Rangers couldn't do it or the Rangers missed out on it or they fell short or they were this close and that team is just a little farm team for the New York Yankees or something like that's what they were that's what it felt like yeah. growing up yeah and so that's why I hated Randy Johnson and Roger Clemens because every there's like they might sign with the Rangers and I'm like they're not going to yeah and that and this I know they put a new stadium there Mike we've talked about that. The, the ability to attract pitching to a stadium where you have, you're not going to be in 105 degree heat all the time during the summer, during the meat of the season, as they say. Like, yeah, that's you're, you, you have potential to continue growing something special because a GM that convinced a bunch of veterans to come play here is, is, I'm sorry, my, my order just went through, Kevin. So I got my order in there okay. too. And but, we were telling people tops.com, <laughs> check out tops now if you're interested in doing but that. But like this is, this is just the, be- I think it's the beginning of something very, very special for this. We were early this year. This team was early. They were, they were, they started the rebuild and all of a sudden it happened. Now, Mike, I know mid season we were like, well, they have to do it now because there are a bunch of guys that are in that spot. Right. But it only convinces me more that they're going to continue adding to the 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 draft. They're going to continue adding to their prospects, and they're going to grow a winner as they go along, because I know they don't want to end up paying right. uh, half a billion dollars for a winner. And I hear what you're saying, but nothing is promised next year. So that's why I just celebrate this. I was just talking to Chris Burke, who's John Blake's or Chris Blake, who's John Blake's son. Makes it would make sense they have the same last name, but it happens if you don't. But uh, when I was talking to him, we were talking about the Atlanta Braves for just a second because they're by far the best team in baseball in 2023. They have the most talent. They were the best regular season team. This was their championship. Nothing's promised. If you don't play well for a three or four day stretch in October, it's over, whether you're the best or not. And the Rangers were able to play their best baseball of the year in the month of October, and I guess a day in November. So I just, I hope it happens again. Nothing's promised. I do think that this is going to be a good organization for a long time. I I think they have... um, really special people running this organization that sacrifice a lot of their life. Chris Young sacrificed his Christmas Eve to make sure Nate Lowe, Nathan Avaldi was on this team. So there's a lot of sacrifice. That's just one small example that goes into building a championship team. And sometimes it doesn't work, but it worked in the first year of Chris Young really taking over, which is amazing and who knows what the future holds i do think it's bright with you Corey. i just don't know oh yeah if this special moment if we're going to be on tops tops.com every year ordering championship <sighs> cards oh, and we gosh. get tired we're like we have thousands of cards now of championship rangers they can't lose anymore they own dfw I, I, I did want to kind of focus on i'm sorry i got a little ahead of myself looking forward to the next 15 years of championships but the uh, fantastic this morning uh, to kind of focus Sh- back in we're on talk about Shohei next segment? on today we, no, no that's that's oh. a next week topic okay. Mike um, <laughs> but this this morning when uh, my alarm was set for eight I was like I'm gonna wake up as late as I possibly can because I need some sleep I wasn't feeling great last night oh, uh, and I was laying there in bed like? and 7:30 rolls around and Carter comes in and wakes me up and he's like Dad 
your team won the na- the the World Series. I was gonna say national championship, but he says they won the World Series, <laughs> and I was like, I know. And he just gave me the biggest hug, and he was like, I can't wait to watch more Ranger games with you this year. And then Avery came in at seven forty five, and he was like, Dad, I didn't. We 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 hugged last night, but it just hit me. We won the World Series, and I was like, I know. And he and he's excited about next year. I didn't see Lucy this morning, so that I missed out on that. But I'm sure Rangers I'm, or Taylor I, Swift. Do you uh, think she would miss? Oh man, she would probably be singing a Taylor Swift song. Okay. but she's definitely singing one for the Rangers. She knew it though. The game we went to, breaking news. Oh yeah, she had her breaking news yep. where she was. There was a baseball game going on. Yep. Yeah, that was a great moment. And like she, I think we went to more Ranger games this year than as a family and and even individually with a couple of the kids that I've been to since they were born. I really do think that because I knew we all could feel this was going to be something special at the beginning of the season, but we just all had this in our minds that it's going to end poorly, but you know, at least we were there for the ride. This one was a ride that we all got off of and we're happy. There was a whole lot of stuff to get to. I wanted to throw this out there because we're getting messages, social media, text, YouTube, Twitch, people want to call in. Well, uh, this is from Dario. Worked at the last ballpark for the entire 2010 and 2011 season. Every home game, every playoffs, every World Series game, heartbroken. Met my best friend that year, and tonight we got to watch the game at the home he just bought with his brand new fiance and his five-year-old son, MJ. Can I get a shout-out for Dario, Mike, Heather, and MJ? We are the world champions. I know usually we do shout-out Friday, hell. It feels like it's a Ranger shout-out Thursday, maybe for a lot longer than that. So congratulations to you. Congratulations to the Rangers. And I really appreciate, Mike, I know we got a lot to get to, but I really appreciate all of the people who are texting. And it's like, hey, I was with you guys till this time. I was like, there was a ton of yeah. people involved. And, and nothing again. Hey, if you want to, we had a caller last night. Hey, is it okay if I jump on the bandwagon? You guys yes. kind of got me into baseball and here it is. I'm getting into it and the team wins the championship immediately. Is it okay? Because I didn't go through any suffering here. I didn't go through the 52 right. years That's of fine. Texas Rangers. Uh, I've gone through three months of it or I've gone through Carlos, I believe, went through about three years of it uh, last that, night. Yeah. The dude who called in, he was so great. He was so loud. He goes, I've been a fan since 2021, which is awesome. (laughs) But it was less impactful than in the moment. I thought he was going to be like, since 1974, two years after they got here. But he said 2021. But jump on, man. Like, I'm in my driveway and I'm seven beers and five shots in right now. That guy. And he still edited himself and didn't He was amazing. Yeah, so I just, look. However long you've been a fan or you just figured out like, hey, this baseball thing isn't boring. This baseball thing's kind of cool. I like the new rules. Welcome aboard. And guess what? You have a championship team here and they're going to be good for a while. Now, I want to coming up next, I want to get some of the breakdowns of people who are taking off work. Are you going to get the parade? What is? Are you working today? Because as Corey said in the pre-show, Bosses need to understand. Yeah, man. So Nobody's getting any damn work done today. Coming up next, have you taken off of work? Are you going to take off work for the parade? What is your schedule looking like right now? We'll start taking some phone calls. We'll hit more of your texts. Interactive all day long on your home of the world champion, Texas Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. So now he takes on Fam. Fam 
reached on fielder's choices last time. Hits a sharp ground ball to short. But Seager is up with it. He lets it fly. And Pham is the final out in the inning. For a third consecutive inning, Ivaldi with a bit of a Houdini act to get out of trouble. No runs, a hit. Two are left in scoring position. KNC Masterpiece back here on your home. The world champion Texas Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. And Corey brought up maybe my favorite point in the pre-show is boss has got to understand. Yeah. Can you elaborate? All right. So here's what's happening at work today, Mike, because everybody is obviously they're toloing. Uh, they've either got it up on the Twitch, the YouTube, or uh, or they're listening on, on terrestrial radio. Right. Right. Or they're listening on the Odyssey app. But everybody in their offices, no matter what the job is, you are at a uh, you're at, if you're in a shipping yard today or if you're in a cubicle, you are not thinking about work. You are thinking about, man, my Rangers did it. Your buddy's walking by. He's stopping. He's chatting with you about his favorite moment. Hey, whether it was Jordan Montgomery getting traded from the St. Louis Cardinals to uh, to to get everything rid of from that uh, 2011 to pay it back, uh, uh, Dolis Garcia being traded from the Cardinals, oh Nathan Evaldi doing what he did. You are chatting with your buddies. There's probably a, at the water cooler. Everybody's just hanging out at the coffee room. They're all just talking. Bosses have to understand you're not being productive today. There might be like a handful of employees around the entire DFW area, Mike, that are doing work today. They're actually having to pick up everybody else's work because they're not sports fans. And I get that. That's okay. Convert those people. But today, all the people that have gone through this with the Rangers you're not getting anything done today. I can guarantee you. I really like the idea that the non-sports fans have to like. They have to work harder. Yeah. And work harder yeah. today. Like sports. And then you don't have to work as hard when your team wins a championship. Yeah. When there's an art gallery, we'll work harder for you. Exactly. That's you know? how it's supposed to change. Oh, off. man. There's an art show coming in Friday and Saturday. Uh-huh. Like, All right, man. We got to get our butts going here. These artsy people are not going to work very hard. Uh-huh. On this Friday. Yeah. When you're excited about your music fest, that's uh-huh. fine. Uh-huh. Go, yeah. go enjoy music fest. It's mm-hmm. fine. Oh, man. Did you hear the. Uh, mayor of Shlomo Glitstein University's mm-hmm. coming Why in is town. That still the place to yeah. talk to this thing, and you're like, oh great, all the political people. You know, we got to work harder now. The political people yeah. are going nuts now. I'm sure they're all election. excited. They're all, they're going to have a sleepless night because they're so excited about the politics. Is that a combination between particular and politics? No, nah, I just okay. made it. I the, just say words, and uh, it works perfectly. I will Does say it? from the 469, though, I don't think that flies for cops and firefighters. I'm pretty sure they're still talking on their radios about point. everything that happened. And those firefighters, while they're doing push-ups yeah, in the, sure. at the fire station and cleaning the fire truck, that's what they do, I, sure. I presume. Sure. They're I'm, all talking about I what mean, happened. To be honest, aren't they probably uh, working the hardest right now, getting prepared for a million oh, people have, parade? Yeah. No doubt about that. I think you're. You think there'll be a million people there? Um, so Adrian was talking about that this morning with me, and she was like, "Why wouldn't they do it on a Saturday, and like when everybody's off of work?" And I was like, "Well, like this, this kind of makes, and it's kind of actually good because it, it's going to be packed. Like it's going to be already packed because again, we don't do this all the time. This is a once in a lifetime celebration for this team right now until you know next year. But the but the, this is." So I think there are going to be so many people there. It's going to be tough to park. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a difficult situation, but you got to be there for it, man. You got to be there. I think and like Bishop Lynch, the baseball coach, is trying to get the bus to take the whole baseball team. Awesome. So, and, and the other thing too I'm sure is there's other coaches trying to do that. This is, you know, when we do the Friday football feast, Kevin, yep. 
this is, is what's really cool in my mind is seeing all the Tolos and Twolos sitting together now. Like it used to be they'd all grab their own tables and sit, but now they're starting to like everybody's hanging out and happy to see each other. And I hope that's what tomorrow is, is just a collection of people that are celebrating Rangers together, high fives all around, lots of hugs. And like, it's just a, a very joyous experience. Look, man, if somebody steps on your shoes, just uh, let it slide tomorrow. That's tomorrow's the day to just let those things go and then enjoy the fact that you get to celebrate the Rangers. And I, I like that idea. And I, my guess was going to be like 800,000, but who the hell knows? There'll be lots and lots and lots of people at the parade. And I think it's going to be just freaking fantastic from the 469. I'm at work, very tired. I got to do inventory. But I'm wearing my Rangers gear, and this is this might sound like an odd place to use the word sacrifice, but I bet a lot of people sacrificed last night, whether it was not sleeping to listen to us, whether it was not sleeping to go out and get gear or whatever, is I love how invested everybody is. I was even talking with the security guard on the way up in the elevator, and she goes, I saw the Rangers won, and I was like, heck yeah, they did, and she goes, yeah, my mom called me to tell me, and I said, how long have you been watching the Rangers? And she sounded very skeptical that her mom had been on the Rangers bandwagon before fairly She was recently. on that wagon. Yes. Just like you were talking about sacrifice. What a great word to use for these Rangers and their creed. You know what I'm saying? Are you are you hoping for an explosion of creed downloads and tickets? My sacrifice. <laughs> That's all I know. That's I mean, I know more of the song, but I don't know how to sing it. From the eight ones, are you going to start playing? Are you asking to start playing Creed? Is that what's happening here, Mike? You know, is one of those things that I might have put on the talk back button to uh-huh. be like, as you said, sacrifice. I feel like as we're talking Rangers, we can play Creed in the background and my sacrifice because the sacrifice that it takes to win a championship The Rangers figured it out. All it gives you, I said it months ago or a month ago, all it gives you is the opportunity. All this sacrifice that Chris Young did, that Bruce Bochy did, that these players did, that the coaching staff did, all it does is give you the opportunity. Do you want to sacrifice a lot of your life, a lot of your family time for the opportunity to be a champion? And the Rangers led by Chris Young, and I'll get Ray Davis and Bruce Bochy, and a whole bunch of other guys, and Corey Seager through the injuries. Do you want to sacrifice this much for only the opportunity? Nothing else is promised. And they sacrificed, and the promise was realized. Yeah, absolutely was. Man, there are a lot of, Corey, you're going to be very pleased. There are a lot of cool bosses out there from the 214. How about them Rangers? Heck, I'm the owner of my own little company. We're closing tomorrow taking all the employees, treating them to beers, and food on me for the Rangers. Dude, that is, uh, you know, boss man last night, as we were getting up here to do things, pizzas arrived. And everybody, we had a bunch of pizzas stacked up in the conference room so that everybody that was grinding away, doing hard work overnight, had something to snack on throughout the evening. And that's the little, that's the morale stuff. This is an easy moment as an employer, as a boss of a company right now to boost morale and say, you know what? Let's go celebrate you guys because y'all, I know y'all are fans. Like you work hard, you spend your money on this team. This is a chance to celebrate you guys as well. So bosses out there, super easy. Take advantage of of today and tomorrow by taking care of your employees. Absolutely. And from the 361. 
I asked my boss last night. I need Friday night off. Or excuse me, Friday off. She already knew why. She said, okay, so me and my daughter are going to be going to the parade. That is outstanding. I'm so excited that this is those moments where this we do have a really, we're lucky to have this job. Blessed, fortunate to have this job. And tomorrow, our job is to cover the world champion Texas Rangers parade. I, I just, I, I'm still struggling to believe that that's what is really sure. happening in our Metroplex, to these Texas Rangers, to us, uh, we did nothing for them to win or lose. But we do put in a lot of time watching them and analyzing them. And uh, even though we can be negative at times about our teams, hoping that they figure out their faults and and correct them to possibly do something like this. And uh, I think you guys, were you guys here for 2011 Mavericks? I was uh, it? Yes, yeah, I yeah, was not we on the air yet. We, our first show was when we the day we swept the Lake, the Lakers. That okay. was our first show on Sunday morning at nine o'clock. I actually have audio from that show, Kevin, oh, that I might need God. to pull up during the off season at some point because it's pretty <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, that that moment, like we got to, and I think Kevin and I both thought, dude. We're gonna do this all the time, like the vibe, the energy. <laughs> That's true. Because the energy in on the fan oh, text, the nobody knew who we yes. were. A lot of people were like, "Who the heck are you guys? What like what is this?" But they were like, "Well, I'm latching on because I love this team, and you guys are talking about my team, and we got to like ride that energy and that adrenaline off of it every Saturday and Sunday." And then, you know, we've ridden it to this point. So now we get this, this If I would have been around with you guys in 2011, I said, yeah, man, that's K-Dog and that's Core-Dog. Mm-hmm. Do you think they would have, like, gone with recognized I'm still a friend? big fan of Core-Dog. <laughs> well, and K-Dog's growing on me, Kevin. So uh, I think we're that more often. But the most important thing is that we did learn. We absolutely did uh, learn from, from last night, from this season, that the Rangers are in it to win it. Like they that, are. I think, this uh-huh. was the year. Yeah, uh-huh. this was the one. This is the opportunity. I, don't you feel like they were and in look, it to win it before? It, it just I, didn't happen. I followed that COVID year. Yeah. I don't think they were. <laughs> and, and and look at this. Here we are, all back together again, and we finally did it. You know, we're all it's back true. together, just like old days. Yeah, I'm sure Mike wasn't like, who the hell is this guy? Uh, and he was like, we'll eventually all have a hey. very popular show. Together. And Kevin was nice to me last night when I was like, Evan Carter with the catch. That was so awesome. You didn't say, well, then stop striking out. And I was like, hey, listen, that defensive play was nice, man. From the, man, there's a lot of great feedback from the 817. And there's a lot of stories like that. From the 817, here's my Ranger story. My mom moved to Texas when I was one. My dad lived in Ohio, so I never had a dad around. I feel that. My sister's boyfriend worked for the Rangers during the 88 through 93-ish seasons. He would get tickets for Nolan Ryan games and took me into the press box a couple of times. There was just something special about hearing Nolan's pitches hit the catcher's mitt. To finally see this team get a championship, enjoy the moment with my son jumping up and down in the living room was nothing short of special. And we talked about this last night, and I promise, I see people are are calling in, I promise we will get to calls is... The, the term that Reggie uses, intergenerational, that I thought was really cool because, and it didn't just go one way. Like, you had people calling and been like, this is for my mom, this is for my grandfather, and then you had other people who were like, I got to watch it with my son or my daughter, and just to see those, like, three, four generations of Rangers fans is amazing. Do, oh, have you, 
did you I know you already got your cards, but I Kevin, did. there is an industry that continually keeps like holding on by a thread, and that's called the print business. <laughs> have you gotten a newspaper? I need to do that. I might ask Jess about that because I do save newspaper. It's just been a minute. Um, yeah, I still have no. like I think I have five Dallas Morning News um, 2011 papers from the 817 on my way to the gas station to buy a new paper to frame. And like that's there, somebody's going to have one framed. They're going to have it. You're going to walk into somebody's house and you're going to. All right, let's talk about that. Like, this is what happens, Mike. Your your wife is going to be like, "Hey, you need to go to this uh, this person's house. It's a family thing. We're we're going to go over to their house, and you don't want to do it. All right, everybody's experienced this. You're like, I don't know these people, and then all of a sudden, you show up in their house and you see the World Series. The Dallas Morning News says finally right at the top of it, and you're like, okay. I have something I can talk about with yes. these people. And then you just sit there and relish in that moment. And then you talk about, you know, the fact that you're going to go make another run at it this year because that's what it's time to do. I think we should take one call before we go to break. Okay. You want to pick it? Who's been on the longest? Oh, <laughs> uh, that looks like line number two, Lance and Keller. Lance and Keller. You are on the home of your World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Be good at calling. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good morning. So, it feels good to be champ. It's been a, a long ways, the, the dog days of the Rangers being terrible. So, it, it's good for us that have been around for a long time. Um, I know we were on the, the conversation earlier about are we working this week. I, uh, I work for a company that's based in Los Angeles. So, everybody there is actually waking up right now to a Texas Rangers logo. My <laughs> CEO has already responded and just said, see you Monday. So, everybody knows. Awesome. <laughs> That is fantastic. I think that qualifies as a good call. Now, let me ask you something real quick, Mike. Did you approve of that call? That was a good call. One more call. One more. And he like he got to his point. It was great, Lance. That's a good a call. Plus, man, yeah. you're a champion today. Mike's great in y'all. your face, Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to line three. Luke from Granbury. Congratulations on being a champion. Boys, we have finally done it. We have seen the mountaintop, and we are there. Guys, from seeing when I was six years old, getting a Rusty Greer player T-shirt from my dad, and seeing all the history of the Rangers, seeing even Mikey B pitch for the Rangers, and through the heartbreak, through the highs and lows, we are at the mountaintop. And I do have to work uh, today and tomorrow but we're going to celebrate at Moritz Key of the Lions. So come see me there and go Rangers! Yes! And from the 817, people helping out today like they did last night. Just went by Academy in Arlington. Place was packed. Still tons of gear. And the line moves fast. So if you want to go check that out, we told you the pro shop at Globe Life Field is open today until I believe 9 or 10 p.m. I will double check that, but... They'll be open if you want to get your gear as well. From the 205, I used to quit toloing when you guys were talking Rangers. Shout out to you guys on the Masterpiece for getting me interested in paying attention to this team. I'll never forget my one-year-old son falling asleep in my arms each night watching this year. I have you guys to thank for that. Wow. It does feel, uh, it feels good when a lot of people say that because a lot of people are yeah, our cowboy fans. Sure. I totally get it. Sure. I'm not saying don't be a Cowboys fan, but it's so cool to just hear so many people over the last couple years say, 
you guys really helped me like this sport and be interested in that sport. It's really cool. You're all you're definitely onto something there because anytime we talk hockey and we love hockey, hell, we've talked about hockey Mike on hockey here. Mike is killing. I, I've it. missed the last two games. I apologize. It's okay. You've been, I, I, we've all been busy. One them both. Hell, we've talked about the Cowboys Eagles for maybe two segments this week, and that's a humongous game, which you can also hear right here on 105.3 The Fan. But Whenever you, t- whenever we talk hockey, you always get one person here and there is like, oh, I don't care about hockey, blah blah blah. But baseball, you would see that too, and they're like, Why are you talking about baseball? That's boring, blah 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 blah. And like, there's that element that'll probably never go away. But I'm really glad that you read that, Corey, because it's super cool to see all of the people who like maybe they're not the biggest baseball fans in the world, but they're like, I'm invested. Have you cried yet? No. Did you almost cry right there? Uh. I don't know. That was lovely. Like I, it's been so long. I want since Kevin he cried. to cry. It's been so long. We will since embrace you until you're done crying. That he okay? doesn't even know whether yeah. or not he almost cries. Is that? Yeah, that's true. I look. I'm tearing up right now. We joked about it. I'm, I'm dead inside. That is a fact. Oh no, man, you're gonna. It's okay. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. All right, Mike. It's up to you. Gonna go traditional baseball nuggets here. Do you want to hit the phones? What do you want to do next? We are gonna do both because I do want to give a lot of love to the man who wouldn't give up any runs no matter what. Nathan Evaldi oh. talk and your calls next on 1053 the fan. Payoff pitch struck him out looking. Fastball on the outside corner. Remember we told you that Brian Knight will sometimes call pitches off the plate outside to left-handed batters? Well, that pitch looked like it was on the plate, but just barely. Perdomo thought it was ball four. Instead, it's strike three, and we're going to the fifth. The Diamondbacks are 0 for 8 with men in scoring position. And that would continue for most of the night as the Texas Rangers go on to win the world championship from the 714, currently teaching in a Dallas classroom, giving these kids busy work so I can tolo. That's what I'm talking about. Right now, it's time for a championship special guest edition of Baseball Nuggets with Mike Basick. Baseball Nuggets brought to you by The Diamond Factory. Mm. Thank you so much, Diamond Factory, for sponsoring Baseball Nuggets. You are sponsoring a world championship segment from your world champion Texas Rangers. Now, look, we all have... Uh, this guy as a buddy of ours he's one of the biggest ranger fans i know he makes the greatest barbecue for the texas rangers brandon hurtado hurtado's barbecue has called in and brandon i want to know we want to know ranger fans how are you feeling about being part of this championship team mike guys thanks for having me this is not the first time that i've said this today it's definitely not going to be the last we are world series champions baby Man, it is great. It, it was an awesome night watching the Rangers. It was a core memory, historic night. I'm so glad to be a part of it. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for calling in. And can I just give yeah, another go, thank you? Go. Is I know we haven't finalized it all up, but I reached out to Brandon about helping out for something for Peaceathon, and immediately he was like, heck yeah, glad to help. So that's awesome, man. We appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. I want to give a shout out to my Harvest Dabs group that supported us all year long. Lance, DJ, Kyle, Jay, you guys are awesome. Thank you to all of our staff and the Texas Rangers. Let's go, baby. Woo! Thanks a lot, Brandon. You're the best, buddy. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Altelos.
Also want to just thank him one more time for amazing barbecue. Yeah. For the Heim Hammer. Uh, for, just for everything that he puts out there that just tastes so it's amazing. It's kind of the signature food of the Texas Rangers. I don't know exactly how to yes. put it, but I mean, obviously it's a line at the, for the playoffs. It was like an hour long line to the, get it. The first time that I they was They need there, to open up another. I'm I'm yeah. proposing they open up one in right field. Yeah. I don't know. Good if, idea. I don't know if Hurtado's can handle another area I in the ballpark. Can. I bet they can figure but out a way. I do think they probably need to put another Hurtado's in the ballpark. It was the dino rib that they brought by, right? Oh, yeah. I was like, what is this? Oh, yeah, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, the tacos. He brought He brought by quail for us. Oh, it's dude, amazing. it was amazing. Great season. Thank you, Brandon. I do want to get to this, and then we're going to get to your calls. We have the lines uh, lit up right now. So as, as uh, Arnie would say, there is not a line open right now. But give me a <laughs> second here, because I do want to go over Evaldi's night. And I just want to go over the first five innings, and I'll do it as quick as I possibly okay. can. But to start the game off, you have a four-pitch walk to Corbin Carroll. So you're a little bit nervous. I, I trust oh, yeah. I trust Evaldi, but the first four pitches I'm a little bit concerned about. But he ends up stealing second base. The next pitch. So runner on second. Now we are pitching to Marte. But he ends up getting the next two guys out. He walks Walker. I didn't think that was a bad walk. I thought it was a good job by Walker to, yeah. to take the walk. But he didn't want to give in there uh, with Carroll on third base. And I just forget this is that was with two outs. He ends up getting fam to ground into a fielder's choice. He gets out of that inning. We go to the second inning. Guriel leads off the inning with a base hit. The next guy, Thomas, moves him to second base. Runner on second, one out, and he gets the next two guys out. We go to the third inning. Carroll singles. Marte walks. Moreno sacrifices him to third, second, and third base. So in the third inning, they have second and third and one out with Walker and Pham up. He ends up getting a huge strikeout of Christian Walker and then gets Pham to ground out. Uh, to shortstop there to end the inning. That was a huge inning for Nathan Evaldi. So he's three for three working out of jams with runners in scoring position. At what point, it probably didn't get any easier for anybody, but after the third inning, do you at least have some semblance of confidence that even if he gets in trouble in ensuing innings, which there would be some more base base runners, yeah. that you're like, he'll get out of it, or are you still like, hey, can we just have a clean effing inning? I did want, I texted my buddies from Duncanville at one point, and I said, man, he really needs to have a one, two, three inning here. And I can't remember if this was the fourth inning where he got the first two guys out. So for the first time in the fourth inning, the leadoff guy didn't get on base, but you had Longoria hit a double. Yeah. Uh, a with two outs. Double yeah, too. just a, a dink fart. Like, you know, J- that's what J- we call Kowski him as a pitcher. Even get to that. There was no, no way. To but do hey, that. whether you dink farted in or hit it into the gap, it all counts as a double on the book so there's a double but he's able to get Perdomo to strike out looking and I believe that was the call right there that we heard from Eric Nadell and then the last inning that he had to get out of a situation uh, you had with one out Marte walking with two outs uh, Walker singles and Marte gets to third Walker steals second base Easily, there's no contest yeah. there. So it's second and third, two outs. He walks Fam to load the bases, and he gets Guriel to ground out to shortstop. And then he finally had that one, two, three, sixth inning. But that was such a hell of a job. And I so remember his best inning was the sixth. Yeah. After the fifth inning, I remember I'm out of my seat when he gets that out, and the walk to the kitchen's just a. 10-step walk and I walk to the kitchen and I slam my hand on something excited and I go this is our night 
this is our night as my family's like looking like oh man mike's gone into the crazy dad's gone into the crazy <laughs> part again and i'm like no guys i'm telling you that you they're not scoring yeah Avaldi's not letting them score. Our bullpen has to pick it up here pretty soon, but they can't get the hit that they need, and they are 0 for 5, and what I mean by that is in five straight innings, they had a huge opportunity to score, and Nathan Avaldi refused for them to do it, and he had defense behind him too, but that's when I screamed out, this is our night. It's wild to look at the final stat lines for both pitchers. Depending on what you value, you can make an argument that Avaldi had the better start, which is crazy given that Zach Allen had a no-hitter through six innings. But then they they put him back out there for the seventh, rightfully so, and he started to get touched up a bit. And Nathan Avaldi gave up no runs in a start in which he had as many walks as he had in the entire postseason yeah. combined. I think those walks, though, in a way, look, the first better of the game, bad walk, but a lot of those other walks were, were strategic. Yeah, and I thought he's making good pitches, too. They were doing a good job of laying off of close pitches. Now, we have a couple callers here. Let's go to line two, Tim in Argyle. You're our champion, Tim. Tell us how you feel. Hey, guys. How you doing? Awesome. Hey, uh, this is kind of ironic because your previous caller. Hey, this is Hurtado Tim that's calling you. <laughs> oh! Can you believe that? I hey, everything's aligning. That's all amazing. I, all I can say is I've been waiting since they closed the gates at Barnett Field in Oak Cliff. Oh man, I gotta, gotta take a second here. Um, coming from a baseball family, this means so much to me, and. Uh, um, I'm uh, I'm still a little shocked because I really saw this. I, I told a lot of people at the beginning of the year that this was going to happen, and I said it for sure we were going to be in the wild card. But I told Chris Arnold back in August we would be in the World Series, and I, I still can't take it all in just yet. I mean, it's it's um, oh man, I'm gonna let you guys take it from here, okay? Absolutely. Thanks for sure. calling in, Tim. There was a moment uh, last night when I saw Mike Maddox being interviewed. He did fine. And then right at the end of it, Rosenthal, you know, gave him the whole, it took a long time, uh, and you came back to Texas. And you could see him start yeah. to, start to like, it hit him at that point. Yeah. He's on the field. And you, you've heard it before. People speed up or slow down the pace at which they're talking yep. to try to, because they know what's you know about what's to happen. Way. Yeah. And so, look. I don't think there is anything wrong with that. I, I told yeah. my wife I thought I might cry a lot of, and you just heard him. He has been waiting so yeah. long for this. I don't hey, think there's anything wrong. Let's squeeze one, one more, more in. Right. I mean, the Diamondbacks couldn't, but let's see if Justin <laughs> and Crowley, you are a world champion in the way Big Poppy does it. Major question here: How do you feel? We're world champions, baby! Woo! And so me and my wife, we were in attendance at the Globe last night, and the atmosphere was just unreal. It was – I've been waiting my whole life for this. My papa was a diehard Ranger fan. He passed away this year, March 19th. At that moment, I said, these guys are going to go out of here and win the whole thing for them, and they did it. And they did it, guys. We're World Series champions. I had a three-and-a-half-month-old son when we were in the World Series in 2011. I now have a three-and-a-half-month-old son now, and he gets to experience all of it. Little Baby Danger got his first World Series championship, and I, I'm just – its I'm on cloud nine, y'all. Man, that that's an awesome call. I remember very vividly 
when Brandon was born in 2004, it's when the Red Sox finally won their World Series. It, it wasn't the end of the World Series, but it was early in the World Series. And I remember they got to celebrate and everything. And I'm sure so many people were like, hey, I wonder if we'll get that. And then when they were showing the graphics last night about here's how long these teams have been around that have never won a World Series. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And so, so cathartic, I'm sure, for so many people 